I know they've moved the summer 2020 Olympics to 2021 due to the COVID-19 pandemic, but I'd like to talk about the Olympics a little bit today. Which do you prefer, summer or those winter ones? I love the winter Olympics. I may not be good at them, but I can do the summer Olympic things, right? I can swim. I can run around. (laughs) I can play basketball. However, I cannot go down a loose track at 90 miles an hour. Why is your basis for which Olympics you like the most based on the fact that you can do some of the events? I don't know. That is a very peculiar way to choose your favorite Olympic games. Maybe it's also because we don't really have snow here. And so like the Winter Olympics hold some sort of... It's like so foreign to me that we don't have any of those things here that it all seems super cool. Although, what's the deal with like skiing around shooting things? Like the, the you know, See? they ski. Yeah. What, why, what is that? It's, it's those two things that everybody does. You're basically only preparing for if you're a James Bond villain. That's what that, <laughs> that game is. I will say I'm a Summer Olympics person. Okay. The Winter Olympics are great, but yeah. are the Forgotten Olympics. What? When people, no, come on. When people say the Olympics, what do they mean? They think of track and field, I think. They mean mostly. the summer games. Yeah. Like the Winter Olympics are a great thing, but they're called the Winter Olympics. The Summer Olympics are just called the Olympics. I think right? they're, like, no, in people's they're called minds. Summer Olympics. No, no, technically, yes. But people don't say, oh, mm-hmm. I'm so excited for the Summer Olympics. Mm. They say, I'm excited for the Olympics. And okay. then there is the Winter Olympics as well. well I'm glad we've talked about this. Mm -hmm. But we need to turn to the topic at hand, the Olympic flame. All right. We're not going to get into the history of the ancient games that the Olympics find their roots in. But we're going to be focusing more on kind of the modern games. And the flame is one of the things that ties the current events to the past, though. That's right. It was introduced into the modern Olympic Games for the 1928 so-called Summer Olympics in Amsterdam. (laughs) The idea is borrowed from ancient Greece, where a fire was kept burning through the ancient Olympics. The fire was at the altar of Hestia, the goddess of the hearth, home, domesticity, virginity, family, and the state. There's a lot of stuff that Hestia had to deal with. You know, like, you hear that, like, Odin is, like, you know, it's like God of Thunder. Is it Thor? Thor's God of Thunder, right? Thor's God of Thunder. But it's like, Hestia had a lot going on. Yeah, she was a very busy lady. Turns out, another fire was present at Olympia, the site of the ancient Olympics. In fact, the modern Olympic flame is lit at the site of the Temple of Hera, where it used to stand the wife of Zeus. Wait, what was she in charge of? Hera was the goddess of marriage, women, childbirth, and family. There's some overlap there. Like, do they have business cards? How do they keep this straight? It's not like they had Wikipedia. You know, it was a very, like, big organizational chart with the Greek gods. All right, back to modern times. Since the 1928 Summer Olympics and the 1936 Winter Games, which are far superior, the Olympic See flame... See how you just called them the Winter Games? You mm. didn't even call them the Winter Olympics. Well, the Winter Olympics. The grand, the Winter Grand Olympics. <laughs> the grand old Winter Olympics. <laughs> okay, so since those two sets of games, the Olympic flame has been present at every instance, uh, every... Every time there's an Olympics, you got the Olympic flame. We mentioned that it's lit in Greece for every game, but they just don't like bust out a Zippo lighter and get on with it, right? It's far more dignified than that. Eleven women representing the ancient priestesses of the goddess Vesta perform a celebration in which the torch is lit using the light of the sun focused by a parabolic mirror. That seems like quite a job. It seems like a lot of work. Yeah. But it's also kind of cool. Like I kind of dig it. It is cool. It is very cool. 
So while the lighting technique is ancient, the torch is really very modern. It has two flames burning at once, a larger visible yellow one that looks cool, but is prone to be extinguished in the wind and the rain. There's a second, smaller, hotter blue flame also present that is kind of down, tucked into the torch, protected from the elements. This is like the pilot light on a stove or hot water heater because it can light the larger flame again if needed. Because you don't want the flame actually going out. That's super embarrassing. No, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, Yeah, that's, that's a real thing. The flames are fed from fuel canisters in the torch itself and can burn for 15 minutes or so before running out of fuel. The design of the modern torches has changed over the years between events, but it must be robust enough to survive all sorts of weather, shield the carrier from the heat of the flames, and be lit long enough to carry for long distances. This seems like something Johnny Ive would love to design. Oh, most definitely. But I think if Johnny did it, it would be like a perfect cylinder of aluminium or like polycarbonate, which would melt. And then you'd need an adapter to plug in existing fuel cartridges. And it would be like you'd have to turn (laughs) it upside down to put them in, you know, like terrible, terrible. Uh, As you may imagine, these can go out accidentally. So organizers will have multiple flames that travel with the main torch to be able to relight it from the fire that originated in that Olympia lighting ceremony. So that's a bit about the torch, but we need to talk about how it leaves Greece to travel to wherever the Olympics are being held. That's right. The Olympic torch relay started in 1936. Those games were held in Berlin, Germany. This introduction is a little awkward as it was seen by Adolf Hitler as a way for the Nazi party to show its growing influence in Germany. And footage of the event was used in Nazi propaganda for years. Wonderful, wonderful. I've never, I I don't think I've ever heard anybody say Adolf Hitler in one sound before. It was quite (laughs) impressive. Uh, Adolf Hitler, Nazi Germany. (laughs) Yeah. So that's not awesome, but Mm -mm. the tradition continued and thankfully has far outgrown its roots. That initial relay took eight days, covering 3,422 kilometers with 3,422 torch bearers, each running one kilometer with the torch. Which is kind of nice. You guessed it. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, over the years, the relay has become far more complex, using airplanes, ships, and even automobiles to cover a large number of miles more easily. I can imagine someone with a torch in one hand, like trying to row across the ocean with the other hand, like going around in circles. Maybe you have to like, you know, the, the little boat capsizes and you have to keep your arm out of the water. It's like a whole big to do. Yeah, that's bad news. Often the relays are an opportunity to excite citizens of the host country. For example, the 1996 Olympic tour relay took 112 days, covering over 18,000 miles across the United States of America. So check out this list of stops. So you started in Olympia, traveled to Athens, and then got on an airplane and went to Los Angeles, then Las Vegas, San Francisco, Seattle, Salt Lake City, Denver, Dallas, St. Louis, Minneapolis, Chicago, Detroit, Boston, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, Miami, Birmingham, Alabama, and then finally Atlanta. It doesn't really seem like a direct route. Like They could have just gone straight to Atlanta from Athens. They actually went further away to come back. Yeah, well, you got to get the people going, you know? I guess so. As we mentioned, the 2020 games have been postponed for a year, which cut the torch relay short. You don't want to wander around Japan for a year during a pandemic with a torch that could go out. Uh, So the the flame had been flown to Japan from Greece, but with no spectators uh, as it traveled. And once in Japan, the relay was called off on March 25th. It will resume on March 25th, 2021. 
After all of this, the Olympic flame makes it to the opening ceremony, which is a celebration put on by the host city and country to kind of get people excited about the games. A final torchbearer brings their torch to the cauldron, igniting it to become a much larger flame. Being the final torchbearer is a huge honor, usually going to notable athletes from the host countries most years. The Olympic cauldron will then burn for the entirety of the games being put out at the closing ceremony. I like all of this. I like the tradition around this a lot. Yeah, I think the fact that it is a relay um, is nice because it touches so many people, right? It's kind of like a wonderful thing. Quick question for you. Does mm-hmm. it seem strange to say the word relay in, for you? Because it's the name of our company? Yeah. And not Relay FM? Well, no, but just like the, I always call our company Relay, right? And so when I see that word now, it, it breaks my yeah. brain a little bit. Yeah. We have no... No torch. Part in the Olympic torch relay. But if, you know, maybe we could host the podcast Olympics and we could do it. They'd have to be in the summer, though, because the winter ones wouldn't count. Ah. hey I'd like to thank Allison for sending these topics in. Again, something we see, you know, many times in our lifetime. I had no idea the history. So thank you, Allison, for the suggestion. If you want to be cool like Allison and send in a suggestion, you can do that a couple of ways. You can do it on our website. Uh, this week, the links will be at relay.fm slash ungeniused slash 107. There's a link there. You can send us an email uh, with your own favorite weird or interesting Wikipedia topic, and it'll go on our list. You can also do that on Twitter. The show is at ungeniused. You can find Mike there as I-M-Y-K-E, and you can follow me on Twitter to I-S-M-H. So until our next cross-country run with a flaming torch, Mike, say goodbye. Goodbye. Love you. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>